Hello and welcome to the Flow and Grow Expert Interviews, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high value ideas to boost business results. I'm Tom Bailey and in this episode I'll be interviewing the super successful serial entrepreneur Jill Stanton who's the co-founder of Screw the 9 to 5. So let's get started. Okay great so Jill again thanks so much for joining us on this call. It's gonna be a great conversation. I know that our backgrounds are very similar in terms of where Mm -hmm. we've come from. So I guess first of all um, could you just give me a little bit of background about Screw the 9 to 5 so we can all understand the company and where you come from. Yeah. So I'm currently in Canada, but not because I want to be here, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because yeah. the world's closed. Um, but my husband and I started Screw the 9 to 5 uh, just over seven years ago on a balcony in Costa Rica, uh, cool. right before our wedding week, because we're a couple maniacs who just like couldn't turn it off at that time. We were just mm-hmm. always thinking of ideas and always in work mode. Um, so yeah, we started Screw the 9 to 5 on a balcony in Costa Rica um, in 2012. We didn't actually do anything with it until 2013, yeah. sitting in Malaysia in nice. Southeast Asia. And then it really launched while we were in Thailand. So we've kind of bopped all over the world. Um, we're big proponents of helping entrepreneurs, up and coming entrepreneurs create freedom. And this, uh, the Screw brand, like Screw the 9 to 5 in general, really hones in on helping online course creators and coaches dial in their programs, create badass ways of selling them so that they can get their business across the $100,000 a year threshold. um, And so that they can go on and create success and impact and freedom and all the options that they could possibly want. Excellent. Perfect. Thanks very much. And we're going to be talking a lot about confidence, public speaking, presentation skills today. And and this is such a powerful skill for entrepreneurs and coaches Mm -hmm. and, you know, startup business owners to have. And, but I guess my background is that I'd always, always had this crippling fear of public speaking, you know, it held me, me back too. in school, held me back in university, held me back in my early career relationships, you know, real big stumbling block for me. Um, so I guess just thinking back to where you started, did you have any struggles or anxieties or fears when it came to public speaking? Uh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because... I grew up wanting to be a TV host, right? Mm -hmm. So my background before I started Screw the 9 to 5 with my hubby um, was in TV broadcasting and modeling. And so you wouldn't think I'd be scared of public speaking, right? Because I was able to riff on on the spot and I was like an in-game host for one of the Major League Baseball teams, Mm -hmm. the Blue Jays here in Toronto. And so I had to constantly be on, on the Jumbotron, like delivering lines. And so you wouldn't think that I would have a fear of public speaking, but oh my God, it tripped me up so hard when I finally went and started this business with Josh. And I remember one time we were speaking at an event in Bangkok, Thailand called Mm -hmm. um, DCBKK, Dynamite Circle Bangkok. And the speech was seven minutes, right? It was one of their lightning talks. And I did not sleep the night before. (laughs) I know the feeling, (laughs) yes. So scared (laughs) for a seven minute talk. And I finally woke Josh up at like 4.30 in the morning and was like, I think I'm having a panic attack. I, I just don't know how, what, like, what happens if I forget what I'm going to say? And he was like, why would you wake me up to deal with this with yeah. you? But I just was so scared about forgetting my lines or stumbling on stage or having the audience think I didn't know as much as I think I did or call me out or just like any of the things that we all stress ourselves out about mm-hmm. when it comes to public speaking. Mm-hmm. 
And what's funny is like, I literally almost cried going up on stage because I was like, here I am walking to my death, essentially. <laughs> and it was so fun. Once I yeah, finally got off of stage, course. I was just like, oh, I want to do more of that. And then as I started getting more opportunities, I was like, yep. the exact same pattern happened. Like mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh my God, why do I keep saying yes to this? I hate it. Um, yeah. And I would stress myself out. I would just be in this loop of anxiety and fear. What happens if I forget what I'm going to say? Mm -hmm. What happens if I like pee my pants on stage? What yeah. happens if I fall? Yeah. What happens if I swear too much? Which probably is always going to happen. I'm a big swear. But like I would just always stress myself out with the what ifs. Yeah. And yeah. I never knew how to release a lot of that and get present and just be in the moment with people. Mm -hmm. And it, I realized as I started to work through this with previous speaking coaches, um, a lot of my anxiety stemmed from wanting to control the outcome and making it about me, yeah. my, my performance, my presentation, not what the audience was experiencing or how they felt or what I was there to deliver for them. And yeah. once I made that shift and started putting it all about making it all about them, things really started to calm down for me because I realized that they don't know what I'm going to say. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only I know what I like. So I'm a memorizer. I currently memorize all my speeches that I give. Oh, wow. Okay. Which Interesting. Is, which is yeah. not ideal. I would love to get away from that. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to not do that. Um, but even my most recent keynote, which was before the world shut down, um, I practiced that thing two to three times a day, every day. Yeah for three and a half weeks before. Wow. And, and I still was stressed out beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember it was like my nightmare situation because all the AV went out and it kept cutting out as I was delivering my, my talk. So it would throw me off. And then yeah. finally I just went with it and I was just like, screw it. <laughs> and it had like a huge like bang where the, where the audio cut out. Yeah. And it was right as I was delivering like an impactful point. And so I was just like, I'm just going to roll with it. And I was like, yes. And I stomped my foot and I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And I just got into the moment Yeah. and I just felt so much magic at that Brilliant. point because I was finally present to it all. Yeah. And I realized, oh, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being in the moment and not trying to control all the what ifs or all the potential outcomes that could happen. Just focusing on what I want what I want to say, what I want to get across, and then showing up and serving in the best way I know how for everyone who's in the audience. Perfect. Once I make that switch, things start yeah. to calm down. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. And that's very in line with my journey and also all the clients I'm currently working with at Succeed mm. Through Speaking. So um, there's two things that always come up. It's either fear or limiting beliefs. And I think yeah. fear is one of the biggest ones. So it's, you know, what if the tech cuts out? What if they don't believe me? What if I forget my lines? Um, and then the limiting belief side, it's always typically what comes up is I'm not good enough. Um, mm -hmm. Have I got the credibility? Yes. The imposter syndrome it just keeps coming up and up again in our heads. Um, but then, yeah, as soon as I that, would say, soon as that dial switches, changes everything. It's so true. And I would say the imposter syndrome one was my biggest mm. like bear to get yeah. rid of because I yeah. was always, especially when you speak at industry events, like, mm -hmm. oh, man, those are almost <laughs> the worst because yeah. you're like, oh my God, there's definitely people in this audience who know more than I do, or yeah. why am I up here and they're not, or, you know, you just get in your head, are they going to call me out? Am I going to look like a fraud? Mm -hmm. Am I going to like not look like I know what I'm talking about? And it can really mess with you, right? Yeah. But again, just 
tapping into that I'm here to serve them and they don't know what I'm going to say. And so they won't know if I forget my lines or if I skip a point or anything like that. And then just showing up and being present with them. One of my favorite sayings, it's from Jesse Itzler, who is um, the serial entrepreneur, but he's also married to Sarah Blakely from Spanx. And his one mantra I love is be where your feet are. And like, there's so much magic in the present. Mm-hmm. So many of us miss out on that magic because we're too busy worrying about like what happens if, or, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Everyone's, everyone's judging me right now. But if you can just be where your feet are and you can just be in the moment with people, man, magic yeah. happens. Yeah. I love that. Excellent. And so quick question. So have there been any situations whereby this, this, I guess, fear or anxiety around speaking has, has stopped you from, from saying yes to something? You've missed out on opportunities. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. First, I've never put myself out there to actually speak at an event. Like I've never pitched myself, even, even for the ones I've wanted to speak at, like it would be such a dream to speak at like rise business, like Mm -hmm. Rachel Hollis's business conference. Am I ever going to pitch myself for that? Maybe down the line, but currently Mm -hmm. nah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. not a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've definitely missed out on opportunities just because I've been too scared to put myself out there yeah. Yeah. Um, or just worrying like maybe, you know, I'm not big enough yet or I don't know enough yet or I don't have enough cred yet, even though I've been an entrepreneur for over 10 years. But mm-hmm. most certainly those fears or those limiting beliefs, those mm-hmm. stories I tell myself about myself yeah. have stopped me from going after some bigger speaking opportunities for sure. And, and that can come up in, in, in a lot smaller scale so those people who aren't speakers and entrepreneurs out there even you know not saying yes to job interviews not saying yeah. yes to conversations not saying yes promotions to promotions yeah there's so many mm-hmm. different things that these limitations we have just stop us you know reaching out for these opportunities even going up to someone that you want to get to know you yeah. know like making connections or like yeah. approaching some hot chick or dude in the Mm -hmm. bar, you know, like, cause you just freeze up and you're like, I don't know what to say. So I just won't say anything. Um, those, those cause you to miss out on the magic of life. Yeah, definitely. Good. And, and so this current situation, the current pandemic we're in, obviously stage speaking has declined significantly. (laughs) Um, and and I know that social media is really the new stage. So, um, you know, we both speak to entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. we both speak to small business owners. What, what I would challenge think? that social media okay. is the new stage. I yeah. Well, that's only because I have a love-hate relationship with social yes. media. I would say that virtual events yes. and podcasts yeah. are the, are the newest the new stage. stages, mm-hmm. right? Because social media, like, I don't think social media is there to work for you. I think yeah. it's there for you to work for it. Got it. But podcast interviews where people are actually tuning in to hear you mm. or virtual events, like, those just have so much magic to them and power to them and influence and persuasion because people are actually tuning in to hear you versus like, Oh yeah. Double tap. Mm, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Double tap. You know what I mean? Like it's not as powerful as people who are opting in to hear you speak. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And, but we do see a lot of, um, for example, Facebook, a lot of Facebook lives happening now whereby, Mm -hmm. you know, people, entrepreneurs are really getting their voice out there on video and, And actually, video is a big challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs who've got this fear of mm-hmm. public speaking because it's not just speaking in front of the 10 people you can see in front of you. It's that it could be 20,000 people watching this video. Um, a lot of- but that's even speaks to the whole like anxiety about wondering about the what ifs. Yes. What happens if you just focus on like the camera, yeah. right? Like I actually yeah. feel like that's <clears throat> the least stressful thing to do is just like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to talk like yeah. the camera's my best friend, right? 
because a lot of us want to look down here and like mm-hmm. look at ourselves and <laughs> yeah. how we look. But yeah. if you just look at the camera, like they're mm-hmm. your best buddy, Perfect. all of a sudden the dynamic changes and you stop worrying about, oh my God, who who's watching? What are they thinking? What am I saying? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I want to stop. Yeah. yeah. So just... I, I've always felt like if you could just focus on the camera being your best friend and like how you would talk to that person. Now, if you're like me, mm-hmm. our brand voice is very like conversation. It's like you're having a chat with your best friend, but you've had a few drinks. So it's a yeah. bit, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a bit sassy. Yeah. So I think it's just about developing your style. But again, if you could just look into the lens of a camera, like it's mm. like you're looking at your best friend, I feel like it helps all the anxiety start to kind of ease away. Do you have any advice around camera? So um, like yourself with scripts, a lot of people like to memorize script when it comes to speaking on stage. And that's typically mm-hmm. due to the want to be perfect. So when you're speaking on camera, you're looking right into that lens. Clearly, you can't have a script. What advice would you mm. give to somebody who, who wants to speak naturally whilst trying to remember everything they wanted to say? Be prepared. Okay. Right? Good. Like, yeah. absolutely. Out-prepare your competition. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like like when I go to do any of my coaching, like when we have our boot camps and I do live mindset coaching, I look at the camera, but I still have my notes because I still think you can like look around and gesture and all that. Like I use those opportunities. So if I'm talking about like, you know, it's me and Tom here talking about blah, blah, blah. You know, I just did a quick glance away to like check my points. You don't have to be like, Hello, my name is Jill Stanton and welcome to <laughs> yeah. the Course Creators Bootcamp. Today yeah. we are talking about mindset. You know, it's just like, hey, I'm Jill Stanton. Welcome to the Course Creators Bootcamp. Today we're talking about mindset. You know, Perfect. so you just do quick glances and bullet points will be your best friend. But Perfect. prepare. Do mm-hmm. a read through. Do yeah. a practice run. Like don't just go in cold. You'll sweat through your clothes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you'll just freak yourself way out. And when you have that bad of an experience, you won't want to do it again. And so just do a couple practice runs, have your bullets, and know that you can reference things as you go. And no one's going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're looking at your notes. Yeah. And if they do, just like, whatever. Whatever, exactly. And like you say, in in conversations, eye contact's great, but you don't want to be staring at somebody 100% of the time. You do naturally look away, you look up, you look down. Yeah. So just that little glance away. Yeah, you just be natural, right? Like, if there's two of you, you just like take a beat, look at them, Mm -hmm. look back at the camera. You know, like Mm -hmm. if you even watch some of the best presenters on TV, you'll notice how they reference things. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, they're reading teleprompters, but when I mean, (laughs) I mean when they're live and whatnot, they're referencing each other. They're like thinking about their points Mm -hmm. and moving around. Like, speak how you naturally would to someone who's your best buddy, and that'll just come naturally with practice, right? Like, I was not this comfortable on camera or speaking in public or doing any of the things I do from day one. Yeah. I've been at this for years, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So just being kind to ourselves as well and giving ourselves a break and realizing that if you just keep showing up, it gets easier. Just yeah, like everything, right. every skill that you build will always be hard in the beginning and easier the more you do it. So that comes down to progress is more important than perfect. And oh, yes. You know, yeah. A lot of people want to be perfect from day one, but as long as you're better than you were yesterday, it's. Yeah. And who even vibes with perfect? Like, no, <laughs> no, one, no one really wants perfect. What you no. want, what people really want is resonance, not yeah. perfection, because perfection's unattainable, makes people feel like shit about themselves. What Perfect. they want is resonance, someone that they get, 
someone that they vibe with, someone that they can relate to, someone that they can understand. That's what it's about, not perfection. Excellent. Great. So last question then, just to wrap this up a second. So we both speak to entrepreneurs and business owners. So why do you think it's so important for entrepreneurs to to learn to speak with confidence? Mm. Because communication is one of our biggest assets, right? Mm -hmm. We entrepreneurs, we create the world, right? And we need to have a clear, concise, and compelling way to share our ideas, our opinions, what we want to create in the world. We create the uncreated. And if we can't properly convey our dreams or our goals or our aspirations Mm -hmm. or who we help, it's going to fall on deaf ears. And so I think that one of the best things an entrepreneur could do is develop the the art of speaking, the art of communication Mm -hmm. and doing it in a way that is engaging and fun and, and unique and natural. And, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like really just yourself, right? Like just being yourself. Yes. Yeah. Authenticity. A hundred percent. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Excellent. Well, hopefully this has been very helpful for lots of entrepreneurs out there. I'm sure it has been. Uh, it's been great talking with you today again. And Thank I wish you, you Tom. all the best Thanks. and I'll hopefully catch up with you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.